0: Percy, it's Wednesday night, it's podcast night. We got a cool episode for you tonight. We are going to cover one of the greatest rock bands featuring one of the greatest front men of all time, and that's Queen with Freddie Mercury and the, and the whole group, Brian May and Roger and, and uh, Deacon and all them. They were great. So, Black Jacket Symphony is going to be playing Friday night at the Great Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater here. In our hometown of Ballerville. if you haven't got tickets yet, there are still some available. You're gonna. This will be a great show. They're gonna do a night at the opera, which is a great Queen album featuring, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, and then they usually they'll take a break and they'll do like Queen's greatest hits after that. So it's gonna be a great show. Um, should be a good turnout and a good time. So that's why we decided to do Queen. And we don't have a guest tonight. We're going a little old school. It's just me and old Percy here. Um, and we're going to get into uh, some serious Queen. I mean, there's going to be some deep cuts. There's going to be some obvious but Well, out.
1: I just want to tell everybody that Queen has sold over 300 million albums yes. worldwide. They're one of the top-selling rock bands. I think the they're like fourth on the... They're either four or five. On the list, yeah. total.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very international, so their music not only sold to the US, but you know, being from the UK, obviously they sold a lot in that area, and they toured the world. A Queen tour was not just coming to Atlanta, they were in Germany, they were everywhere in Europe, they were all over the place. It was global. They were in, they were in uh, South America, uh, some of their live concerts were um you can see them um on I think some of them are on YouTube, even like uh Wembley yes, the uh, one
1: at Wembley is fabulous great,
0: fabulous so, and you know their their live aid performance was um the greatest performance at live aid, and uh, if you hadn't seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, they actually reenact that and
1: they get that down to a t that's the one where after. They were done with their performance. Mm-hmm. Elton John ran up to them and said, you bastards stole the show. Yep, and they did, they did. And, and they, coming from Elton John, that's yes, a pretty huge that was compliment. great. So before we get
0: started, we want to thank our sponsors, Spotify for Podcasters. And if you want to do a podcast, if Percy and I can do one, you can do one too. So that's a great start, but they actually sponsor us. So you get to a certain level and, and uh, they really help us out. We want to give a shout out to our other sponsors, Spices Smokehouse Crackers, Robert and Lynn. Love you guys. And Busted Oak Bourbon Society, Doug and Wendy. That's a great bar. Number one, Spices is the best cracker I've ever eaten. They've got the new oyster crackers out, which are fabulous. And if you want to go to a cool bar, which uh, looks like an old 30s uh, speakeasy on the inside, very classy. A lot of fun. actually bartend on uh, Saturdays from 11 to 4. Come see me. I'll give you some stickers if you need stickers for the sticker challenge.
1: So, And we also want to give a shout. What, what you got first? I want to tell everybody that I've had people ask me about how I listen to the playlist. Yes, please share that. I've started putting links in the show notes to the playlist. So whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, there'll be a link to yeah. the playlist yeah and the
0: playlists are on apple music but uh percy's taking an extra step here so you can find them we really build awesome playlists so this will make a good play this
1: will get you primed for the concert Absolutely. friday night
0: so check us out look for the playlist coming out probably mid-morning uh tomorrow on on facebook you'll be able to see it check it out it will get you primed for the concert friday night and it's all about Queen. So we're gonna do our top five Queen songs. Now this is, um, this is tough. I mean, they have so much music, so much good music, so many hits, but there's a lot that you may not be familiar with, and I'm sure Percy will get into some of those songs. So with with that being said, want to give a shout out. Brian's not feeling well. so he couldn't make the show tonight he was going to sit in with us so shout out to you Brian we love you hope you get the feeling Mm -hmm. better and anything I missed in person? oh oh, RIP Robbie Robertson yes Robbie Uh, Robbie from the band passed away today and uh, of course that will be a whole other episode when we cover the band but uh, what a rock legend he was and uh, he sure will be missed Um, anyway that's, and he he was the last member. Last living member? Yes. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I, I thought uh, Garth was still around, but no. Okay, well, that's that's it. So with that being said, let's get into our top five queen, but we're starting with our honorable mentions, and can't wait to see what you've come up with, Percy. I know you've been digging this
1: week. Before I get started, I want to say our good friend of the show, Wayney, talks about five album runs. Yes. And you'll be hard-pressed to beat Queens of A Night at the Opera, A Day at the Races, News of the World, Jazz, and The Game. And The Game.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's
1: five albums back-to-back, which
0: explains why they sold over $300 million.
1: They were on the top of the world.
0: They were, yep, yep. They had all the right pieces, too. So, very theatrical, um... Music, rock music, I would say. Um, so,
1: it's they, like a musical journey. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, The rock opera. Yeah, w- without a doubt. And every album of theirs is, uh, well, not every, but I would say there's a handful of their albums in that run where it's a it's a rock opera almost from start to finish. So, Freddie led the way, and you know he is uh, still missed to this day. But uh, let's get into it. What's your honorable mentions?
1: My first honorable mention is Hammer to Fall. It's it's a hard rocking song and it was featured in the Highlander movie. It's a great movie. And a lot of people think it was about the Cold War, but Brian May said it was a, basically about the Grim Reaper doing his job, dropping the hammer. Dropping the hammer. And Brian May didn't say much about what his songs meant. He liked the people to interpret them themselves. Right. That's interesting. So uh, my second one is a song sung by Brian May, and it's Sleeping on the Sidewalk.
0: It's a good song. And a lot of people haven't heard it because, you know, Freddie didn't sing lead vocals. And
1: to me, the first time I heard it, it almost sounded like a ZZ Top song to me. Which is hard to fathom Queen sounding like like ZZ Top. I could see Billy Gibbons singing this song. Wow. My last one is the Millionaire Waltz. What a what a good pick, man! On, it's from the my favorite album of theirs, A Day at the Races. And Brian May said this song made Bohemian Rhapsody look easy. How do you make Bohemian Rhapsody look easy?
0: I don't know. And I don't know how they performed that song live. How they did? And from what I understand, Black Jacket Symphony. I mean, they're going to do it.
1: Live. They will do that. And if you listen to the live version of Bohemian Rhapsody from Wembley, it just blows your mind that they can pull that off live. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. And we'll get into more on Bohemian Rhapsody as we get down a little bit further. So, those are your honorable mentions? Those are my honorable mentions. Good choices. Digging deep. All right, my honorable mentions. I'm going to go with really one of my favorite uh, Queen songs. And it may be on your list, Percy. I'm sorry if it is, but I'm going to go with "Tie Your Mother Down." What a rocker! That to me, that's Queen's best, just in-your-face rock song.
1: You really stole some thunder from me there, but yeah, I knew I
0: would, but I couldn't. I couldn't resist. I love the song. So. And the live
1: version of that at Wembley.
0: Yeah, live at Wembley's even even greater. And Freddie was such a showman, so I would encourage you to really check Queen out. I mean, check some YouTube.
1: And watch the the movie Bohemian Rhapsody?
0: If it's, you haven't, it. yeah, it's fabulous. All right, so my next honorable mention, and it's sort of an upbeat song, sort of a uh, you know makes you feel good, and it's "Don't Stop Me Now." I'm gonna have a good, good time. time. I'm having a ball. <laughs> when you ever down on your luck. Just put in some Queen. Don't stop me now. So, that's my second honorable mention, and my third is another Queen jammer, and it is "Keep Yourself Alive." And great just, early early Queen sir. Early Queen. It it starts out with sort of a uh, soft rocking guitar, and then it gets
1: louder and louder, and then they just go, man great live version that they do of that. Was that at Wembley as well. And the thing about Queen is you never could tell. The song would start out slow, and you never knew where it was going. No. It's like you can't give up on the song. And by the end of the
0: song, you've been to several different places in your mind. Several planets. (laughs) Yes, and and in your soul, because they will take you there. So those are my honorable mentions, and uh, we'll add some... Uh, at the end to the playlist, Playlist Builders. We're gonna have a great playlist as we already mentioned. So, Percy, let's get
1: into it. What's your number five? My number five is from the album that they'll be doing Friday night, and it's Death on Two Legs. That's a great song. Which they actually got sued on this song because they the, their previous manager was basically screwing them over. They were selling records, but not making any money. Yeah, well, what, a, what
0: a repeat story that is in the music
1: ends. And they, they wrote this song about that, and it actually ended up selling out of court. But Basically, that's what this song was about. They never confirmed or denied it, but you can tell by the, the words to it. And when they got their new manager before night at the opera, he said, you just make the best record you can make, and let me worry about the money. And they made night at the opera. So I say they did a pretty good job. I think so
0: too, because it's a masterpiece. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, that's your number five. My number five is a favorite Queen song of mine. I remember it from way back, you know, 100 years ago when I was in, you know, elementary, middle school, and it is Killer Queen. I love the lines in it. And, you know, if you break it down, they're talking about the Queen of England. She's a killer queen. You know, she can go from you know zapping your ass to drinking champagne. so. I don't think she ever
1: had a laser beam, but
0: no. But you don't think they had access to a laser beam somewhere?
1: But it's uh, live versions of that are great too. Yeah, yeah. They did one in Rio as well. They could pull off any of their songs live. Which yeah, yeah. I mean, that Queen is one of the bands where
0: there are rock bands where they're just better live than they are studio, and some vice versa, where they're better studio than they are live. Queen is equally good live or studio. So that's my number five, and we're rounding the bend to number four. Percy, what you got for number four?
1: My number four is also from the album that they're going to do on Friday night, A Night at the Opera, and it's Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon. Oh, Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon.
0: That was a Facebook
1: hint, too. The lead vocals on this song were sung in the studio through headphones into a tin bucket. I had no idea about that. And that's how they got that sound from that. But to me, it's just a laid back, Mm -hmm. lays it on a Sunday
0: afternoon. Lays it on a Sunday afternoon, which is normally what I do on
1: a Sunday afternoon. You know, he talked about one painting in the Louvre. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: That'd be an experience, wouldn't it? All right, that's your, number, that's your number four. That's my number four. All right, my number four has some special meaning to me, but it is one of my favorite Queen songs, and it's Fat Bottom Girls. And I know Wilkie gave us a shout-out, uh, wanting to make sure that was included somewhere, and it, it already was, Wilkie. So um, when my daughter got married, and you do the uh, intro to the, uh, what is it, the uh, Bridesmaids? you know, we're gonna introduce the bridesmaids, and they did it to music. They came out to Fat
1: Bottom Girls, and it was just a classic moment in, in my brain. Well, you know, at the end of that song, when he said, get on your bikes and ride, Yeah, Bicycle Race was it, the B-side of that song. Yes, and, and it's been played many times
0: where it's one before the other. Fat Bottom Girls can go right into Bicycle
1: Race. But you listen to that, and you're like, why does he say get on your backs and ride? Yeah, and then it's like
0: bicycle. Yeah,
1: so that was great.
0: All right, that's my number four. So, but we're already at nitty gritty time. We're cruising through
1: this. What's your number three, Purse? My number three, I'm going with a song from A Day at the Races, and it's Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy. Man, that's a great one. Such great guitar work by Brian May on this song. Yeah. And I know everybody talks about A Night at the Opera, but I'll Take a Day at the Races. That's your favorite Queen That It is. Yeah. That, when, when you can open an album with a track like Tie Your Mother Down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just sets the tone for the whole. Yeah. And that's a killer album. I wonder what they were talking about when they said Tie Your Mother Down. Well, that song was written around the the riff, Brian May had come up with that riff. They had, it, they didn't write the song first. So Brian May, he just came up with that riff, and they just kind of threw that around it. Yeah, it
0: worked. It worked. All right, that was your nitty gritty number three. Mine is a, it's, it's just, it's a great Freddie Mercury vocal. It's uh, somebody to love. Uh, it's one of my favorite Queen songs. I even saw a guy on American Idol pull it off, and I mean, I I don't remember the guy's name. That's probably one of his best vocals. It is one of Freddie's best vocals, and the harmony on it at the start is, is fabulous. So that's my number three is Somebody to Love. Can you find me somebody to love? I got someone to love, and that's my lovely wife at home, Amanda. Give her a shout out. See you soon. All right, number two, we're getting down
1: to it to it do you get that my my number two has already been stolen and it's Tie Your Mother Down Mm. and Brian May wrote this while working on his PhD as an astrophysicist very
0: I mean maybe that explains his guitar skills
1: but he didn't actually get it then but later on he went completed yeah and got that his PhD but I want to go with the version live at Wembley okay yeah, you can't go wrong with, with that whole live um, set of Wembley that they
0: did. I wonder how many times they actually played at Wembley, I th- at least.
1: Mm, there's mm, no telling. No telling.
0: I mean, that was their welcome crowd right there. All right, my number two is We Will Rock You slash We Are the Champions. So it is one song if it's played correctly, and that's how I want it on the playlist. And that's how everybody remembers it. If, uh, if Radio Airplay didn't always do it that way, but uh, if done properly, it's We Will Rock You, and then it blends right into We Are the Champions
1: of the World, by the way. But that song's probably been licensed out to so many commercials. and It has, and it's played uh,
0: in every
1: uh, arena. Because it's on a truck commercial currently now that plays all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we will rock you with us, yeah. Well, not really the song, but kind of the intro to it. Yes, the clap. They have to pay for it. The (laughs) clap,
0: yeah. Well, they made money on that, too. So that's my number two. All right, we're, I can't wait
1: to hear what your number one is. My number one is from the album Sheer Heart Attack, and it was considered the 38th best hard rock song by VH1. Metallica did a great cover of this song and it's Stone Cold Crazy. Stone Cold is super. But the version I'm going with is Live at the Rainbow from 74. Mm-hmm. When they did Stone Cold Crazy. And that's just a... It's an in your face rocker. It's a hard rocking
0: song. Yeah, a lot of people think Queen is crazy little thing called love and another one bites the dust. And in my opinion, I mean, those are very commercial songs, but that doesn't represent the Book of Queen, and I don't even like those songs, to be honest with you. They're overplayed and too commercialized, and quite frankly, they suck. I don't think they represent the real rock that Queen put forward. So, good choice for your numero uno.
1: And my number one is Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: I mean, that is, we talked earlier, so... We we uh when we sat in here before uh, we got started we actually listened to the entire a Night at the Opera on the old classic CD player in here and uh, it's it's later in the album when when that comes on but it has so many memories Percy and I have a great Bohemian Rhapsody memory uh, Wayne World uh, gave it rebirth we were actually sitting in a restaurant in uh, Chattanooga we we're at Mellow Mushroom Mushroom and. They had it on mute and they were playing music, but we were right in front of the TV, and uh, there were a couple scenes that came on. We just knew we were reciting them. The gray poupon scene, of course, but then when they're in the car and they're jamming to, uh, you know, the part in Bohemian Rhapsody when they just start, they just start rocking. Man, it's great, and it is a masterpiece. And the fact that they could pull this off live is is unbelievable. It's amazing. And Black Jacket Symphony will be doing this Bohemian Rhapsody live Friday night. And this song took three
1: weeks to record. That's unheard of, unheard and of. And at the time, A Night at the Opera was the most expensive album ever recorded.
0: Yeah, uh, I can I can believe it. Well, you know, they all had incredible taste. Queen, they were um, uh, they all went to music
1: school. Uh, they're classically trained. So, I mean, basically, they were all in it, not at the opera. It was going to be a smash or a fly. A uh,
0: bomb. Yeah. And somehow they got their producer convinced
1: to do it. You know? And Bohemian Rhapsody was. Nobody, none of the other members of the band knew. It was in Freddie's head. Yeah. And he had just had to convey it to them. Yeah. And he taught
0: them all how to sing a little bit higher, hit the harmony just right. Um, and it made a real weird video, too. You remember the video when it came out? I mean, it was sort
1: of strange. But Well, that was ahead of its time, because that was a promotional video that they did for that. And you didn't have music videos.
0: No, not back then.
1: Back then. that was just a promotional video that they had made for it. And, the, you know, they talk, it looks like it's... It was hard for them to make, but uh, I believe it was the uh, the bass player talked about how simple that was to make. It was, it was so easy to do those effects and stuff. It was not really hard. Wow. Well, it's without
0: a doubt their number one masterpiece. Yeah. And it's going to be fun for y'all watching Black Jacket Symphony do that Friday night. So. That's our top five. We've got time. Uh, these are like uh, some good old days with just me and Purse doing this. We uh, um, haven't done just me and you on a podcast in a while. But we do miss you, Brian. And uh, we're looking forward to next week, okay? Before we start building playlists, next week um, we're tackling the one and only Led Zeppelin. It's my
1: birthday next
0: week. It's Percy's birthday and next week. And I got to pick. And he got to pick. And Robert Plant and Percy share birthday. They don't share a voice, but they do share. And we a birthday. don't share a year. Thank goodness. Yeah, he's got he's got a few <laughs> couple years on you. But
1: the same day.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, that'll be a good one for next week. And we got a bunch more lined up. I think we're we're booked for a few weeks. But hey, if you want to do a podcast, let us know your topic, and we, we can get you on the calendar and have you on here. And uh, let's get into some. I've got a couple I want to make sure that are on the playlist, and I know that we're already working on a massive playlist. But first, here, there's some mentions that you want to throw out there. I the do.
1: Playlist? I want to throw out uh, "You and I." It was written by Deacon, but it was never played live. They never played this song live. Okay. And it, it's, it's a great song. And if you can't beat them, mm-hmm. join them. This is a great song, and I want to add. Uh, Thirty nine. This witch is on. That's a great song. A night at the opera. Yeah, and that'll be played Friday. And it was uh Brian May singing on that song. And I also wanna add a fight from the inside. That's a really deep dig. Slash said this guitar riff was one of his favorites. That's saying something. Yeah. Hey. Those are my builders.
0: Those are your builders. I got two builders, and of course we'll, we'll have some others, but I may have a few more builders than that. I want to make sure All Dead, All Dead's on there, um, which is a great one. Uh, I want to make sure um, You're My Best Friend is on there, which is a great queen hit, and I want to dedicate that to my beautiful wife, Amanda. Um, here's a quirky one, but I always liked it. So I want to do Flash. And that uh, was the theme song to the movie Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. And I th- they did the whole soundtrack they did. for that movie. But Flash, that, uh, that's a great song. And I,
1: I want to add another groovy song that just popped in my head, but it's, I believe it's pronounced Drowse, that it's mm-hmm. from uh, A Day at the Races. That's just got a groovy vibe to that whole song.
0: Okay, good one. So we're going to have a great playlist. Play uh, should be a great show Friday night. And uh, hope to see you there. First, you got anything else? You're all good? He's good. All right. So thanks for listening. Hope to see you Friday. It's going to be a good show. And all I got to say is bye-bye.